Greetings, listeners. Uh, it sounds like almost greetings, Earthlings. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. How are you today? Uh, today, the only day that matters, really, isn't it? Yesterday, tomorrow, because today is the only day we're actually currently in, and none of those exist anymore. The past or will exist in the future because tomorrow will become today. So, a lot of times, all I'm preparing for when I get up is just how to motivate myself to, you know, you hear these people say that you just want to be the best you can be. Well, get to a point but I also am looking for certain satisfaction, happiness, and accommodation to my family. Meaning, the best I can be varies from quality to quality. Meaning, physically, you know, sometimes you're just not feeling that well on a day. Obviously, mentally. You can be financially not feeling so secure or in a relationship. That could also be considered mental too. Or professionally, you may not be feeling good. But we're always trying to perform our best. I believe that people are trying to perform their best all the time. They're just not aware of what their best is. They think they're doing their best. Recently, uh, it was... About a month ago, I heard there was a <clears throat> one of these people sitting on the bike path in front of our restaurant. I, you heard me mention the keys. We got the major. We're right off the major highway that connects all the keys, the 43 bridges and all that. It's called Overseas Highway. And on a lot of the ways along this path, there's a bike path on either side of the highway. And... It was about a half hour before clo uh, closing. Someone brought to my attention, there was a woman that was in the restaurant and she wasn't doing too well. She looked like she could barely afford the beer that she was buying. And I felt kind of bad about it. And uh, But she didn't say anything about it. But the next day, she's on the bike path and looks like she's strewn about her Everything that she owns. There's bags, plastic bags of things she, you know, her, her clothes, some kitchen items, uh, food, just spread across the bike path. And she's crying. And I'm asking her how, uh, after I hear she's out there, I take a, a look out there. <clears throat> Someone had said there's a woman out there. It's obviously she's having a, maybe... She could have a drug problem or some other substance abuse problem. And she, and they made the comment, they're living their best life. I, I really don't believe that woman was living her best life. This is what she, at a, to core, she wanted to do. And I, I, I don't think I would say that. <clears throat> and it's a shame. It lem, allow me to clear my throat. <clears> throat> but I... Uh, I asked her, I said, what, what's going on? She goes, oh, she, she started going on uh, kind of a disjointed conversation about how 
the person she lives with is you know, doing this and this, breaking this law, maybe abusing a child, blah, 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 blah. And, and, but she sounds like she's in a deep psychosis, so you don't know if this is real or imagined or uh, you know, part of a drug psychosis or any, any type of psychosis. But I knew she was having some issues. So what I did is I got on the phone and I called the 411, Oh, not the four one one. The 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 number that you call, I call directly to um, to our county sheriff's office, and I described the woman. I said it appears as if she's having a psychotic episode, and she's on the bike path, and it's dark, and it could be a problem. And uh, some nice sheriff's deputies came in from Monroe County, <coughs> Florida Sheriff's Department, and. They started talking to her, and they did did handle it. They, the way they were talking to her seemed like they knew what they were doing. And I know that's not their job to deal with people with mental health, but they're the only people we have other than the fire department down here in the Keys. We don't we don't we don't have the resources of a big municipality where you can send some kind of social. You know, there's not a 24 hour social worker out there. To come in, or I don't know of them. But I realized in retrospect, there wasn't really much I could do for the woman. And there wasn't much that the sheriff's deputies could do for her. And I recognize also, and I don't use this term lightly, but for the grace of God, go I. Meaning, for me at least, that. There is no reason why I couldn't have been there if I hadn't changed my path, started to work to change my path 15 years ago. Um, people who, besides uh, psychosis, as you develop through substance abuse, they have a, a, a flare. People that are in addiction, marred in addiction, uh, mired in addiction, I should say, are prone to psychosis or being overly or just basically being overly dramatic about things and angry and it's really tough to get from that state of mind to a peaceful state it's virtually impossible how could they do it imagine yourself in a state of frenzy and a state of anger fury how and it happens to me, I, I fail as many times as I succeed sometimes. But I'm aware of it. I'm aware. Uh, not exactly at the time. And the way I like to think about it is the way it was described to me one time. That we have many people inside of us. It sounds like I'm saying we have split personality disorder. But our emotions kind of command different parts of us. And take us down different paths. When we get angry, we may be quick with our tongue and we may get angry and say things that we don't mean to say. Or when we're feeling, I remember when I was a younger single man, I used to make protestations of affection to the women I was with. That the next day I really didn't feel. But at the moment, I did, and I confused 
uh, sexual desire with romantic desire. And that was a different person because in retrospect, when I'm calm, I'd say, you know, hey, listen, I'm attracted to you physically, but not emotionally for a long-term relationship. That necessarily wouldn't work out. But what happens is I get all hyped up and, and worked up and I would just blurt out how much I care about the person and things like that. And I wasn't trying to mislead that person. I felt that at the time. And it, it would later, when you'd, when you'd be confronted with those words and someone said, you said you felt this about me and here you are moving on to someone else. So, you know, the, the Don Juan syndrome where you go from one to the other, your passions are just flying around. Or even easier, let's say the Hulk thing. Right? When I say Hulk, when Hulk in the, in the Marvel comic books, Hulk, uh, as a scientist, was exposed to gamma radiation. And after taking some serum or something, whenever he gets angry, he transforms into a green monster, powerful being. And it actually was really to the point, people's <clears throat> rationality becomes this engage from their person when they're furious. How, I mean, in the middle of a furious thing, you could not try to ask someone a math question or a history question or something that you're friendly. When you're in the middle of, if you're trying to interrupt that, try try doing that if you can do it without getting your ass kicked and see how that works out. We are different people when we go down that path and we choose to. It's like a, I, I used the term before, it's going down a rabbit hole. When it's avarice or lust or desire for, for my case, desire for a drink or a drug or company with someone or attention, <clears throat> sometimes we forget ourselves. Forget our true selves. And what is our true selves? And that's that's difficult at times. In a world that there's a lot of distractions out there. Your my iPhone, as your iPhone or your smart uh, phone, breaks down how much time you spend on certain apps. And you can see a tangible, if you, if you tracked days and, you know, started putting smiley faces at the end of the day, let's say one smiley face for on a calendar, if your day was okay, two smiley faces, and go up to four, you know, ecstatic. And then try to track some of the things you did, like you ate right, you got plenty of sleep, you exercised, you spent two hours on Facebook. For social media, there's a deteriorating effect on our well-being when we're on social media sometimes. Because some of these places we're seeing, we're seeing beautiful people doing wonderful things. And we're being made to feel as if our lives aren't as good. 
And these people are just posting things. A lot of times it's just an appearance of that. It's just the appearance of that. Do we really know they're having a wonderful time? Their life is fulfilling and wonderful and all those things. They are in a beautiful place. They're diving into a pool in some tropical paradise under a waterfall. Beautiful girl, tiny bikini. Wow. Could life get any better than that? And then what is my life like as I look through if I'm living in a trailer in some place in middle America looking at a rusty screen door? You know, in retrospect, in reflection, your life, if you just look at it topically, you say your life is pretty horrible. But you, they don't know and that person in the photo, you don't know if their well-being is up to snuff. You know if your well-being is up to snuff if you're sitting in that trailer in Kentucky looking out that screen door. Are you feeling satisfied? Is life okay? Are you satisfied with your relationships? All the answers could be yes. There's no reason that that life is better than the other life. And they talk about it, and they show it, and they said, oh, this is the life, you know, I'm traveling, I'm doing all these things, and here you are stuck in a place. Well, the person that's stuck in that one place could have some very satisfying interactions with everyone around them. Could have it be in a close-knit close community where their interactions are warm. They have real trans, positive transactional relationships where they go to their breakfast place and they meet with the people and they talk and they do those things. There's, um, there's an endless ways of being happy. But when we get super into defining what those are, that's when we get problems sometimes. We think about, I'll only be happy if I have this amount of money, this type of relationship, and I'm doing this type of job. We get frustrated when our expectations don't don't get uh, don't really appear in our reality of regular of regular life. And what are those expectations? So each person that we have in us, the angry person, the lustful person. The, the lonely person, the person who wants attention, they have all different requirements for happiness. The one that wants attention craves celebrity. You know, and think of it this way. There's many celebrities that crave anonymity. They want to just be able to go out and just go shopping and have a cup of coffee someplace and look at people without being bugged. So each of those, per each person themselves had it, and each person within us has a different requirement. If I don't feed those requirements to the lustful or the greedy person or the one that seeks power or recognition, they don't have as much influence on my life. When I 
kind of, when I say feed, focus on and try to enhance. So my well-being, I use meditation. Prior to the, uh, this podcast, I made sure I ate well. I know I got to eat some protein after working out because I worked out this morning and I had a great workout, talked to some people. I need to eat some protein and some vegetables. I know to stay away from carbs because when I eat carbs for some reason, and, and this happens to many people, my, I, I get this spike, a brief spike of energy, and then it's a long, slow, sl- you know, I get really sleepy, and I nod off. So I have enough wherewithal to think, hey, back off the bread, buddy. Don't eat the potato. Eat that stuff. And then what do I do after that? I want to do a podcast. So I start strategizing. And my strategy is say, I got to get some vitamin D in me. So I got a little hammock out front. I put on a meditation thing to get my mind in gear. And I start, today I picked one that was called, what was this one called? It was about creativity. I, w- I was going to do one about memory because if I said the one about memory, I should have been able to recall it and said, oh, it was a meditation about memory. And then I started, I, w- I, I knew I could only stay out there. I wanted to stay out about 20, 23 minutes. And, you know, in the Florida sun around 11 o'clock, that's usually plenty of light for me to get all the vitamin D I need. To, um, you know, I think it's important. I know we got to protect ourselves from harmful radiation, but I just don't, I try not to abuse it. When I'm out there a long time, I put a lot of uh, sunscreen on. I don't like to have to wear sunscreen, so I don't spend a lot of time exposed to the sun. I mean, I cover up, but I make sure I get some, and I try to get it all over. It's really hot out there, too. So I come in after I do the meditation, and I get the little sun, and get warm, I feel like one of the solar solar cells fully charged, jump in the shower, do the grooming routine, because I got to work tonight. Normally I don't work on a Tuesday, but I do. And you know, a lot of times, I got to talk about this before we uh, go off the air, how I get around this last thing I was going to talk about. But let's say I'm finished up my routine. I groom, get dressed, drink a little water, and here I am podcasting. And all I could think about is saying, you know what? I feel good today. I'm ready to do it. And I want to share that with the people like uh, you today. Now, the last thing I want to talk to is about anything that vexes us. Because that also shoehorns us or puts us into a thing like going to work. When I go to work, I'm a bartender. I work for somebody else, I take care of people, and I'm kind of an independent person. So I'm, you know, freewheeling, but I do, I do the things. Obviously, I'm working for a company, so I got to do things. I'm do, working for an individual, so I have to do things within their requirements. But I also want to be, I want to express myself, so I want myself to be, come through. And I don't want to go in there as if it's drudgery. I don't want to go in. Today's my normal day off, but they need the coverage today. And you know what? They're very helpful at work in covering me when I need the coverage. I didn't need a lot this year 
I didn't need a lot this year, but maybe next year I may want to go away for like three. I want to do three-week vacation in Poland, so I'm going to do that. That's my intention. I'm going to do that next summer. So in order to do that, I got to be receptive to work, but I also have to be in my head. There's only a certain amount of time it can work without me getting, I don't know what I mean, weary, weary of being in a similar place. But I can work around that sometimes if I'm working a lot of hours by, even though I'm in a similar place physically, I can be in a different place mentally. It's hard to do sometimes when you're working and you're concentrating to doing your job. And fortunately, not the, it, on a long day that I have to work, sometimes you know, 12, 13 hours. There's times where I don't have to give 100% of my focus to that. I can think about something else. I can do things that are repetitive and I can think about things that take me away from where I am. Not physically, I'm talking about how I feel being at work. I could be, you know, mentally distress, uh, de-stressing, not distressing. I could be thinking of wellness, happiness, working my way into that. I don't always get there sometimes. It's tough to do when you have a physical job. When people are uh, calling orders to you, I have a, t a hard time focusing. I doubted my, I thought for a while, my cognition capabilities were dwindling. I don't doubt that. I don't, I don't think that anymore. I truly believe a lot of times confusion and kind of the mixed thinking that people get as they get older is a saturation of knowledge. Knowing too many things and they're crowding to come out. The crowding for you to they want to be recognized, all those ideas that you have. And when you're younger, you don't have as many ideas, maybe. You shouldn't have as many ideas as you have for life accumulating relationships and interactions with people. And then we build more of a backlog of experiences. And those experiences we keep inside us. And sometimes they want to come out. And sometimes I'm trying to crowd to get out of, it's like trying to get a lot of water out of a tiny, tiny garden hose. Or you want to open it up like a fire plug and just have it all rush out at once. Because our memories and thoughts and the things we know are not necessarily organized that way. So when I'm at work and I'm distracted and I could be thinking of someone, someone could be calling orders, I could have customers at the bar asking me questions while I'm getting orders and thinking I had something I wanted to do, like refill my cranberry juice or make some uh, sour mix or squeeze some limes. All that crowds together, and I diagnose it as early onset dementia. But it's not. I think, I think for some people, 
aging is a gaining, a gaining of knowledge, a gaining of experience, a gaining of rec recognition of certain, circum certain circumstances that you're in, that you can say, hey, I've done this before, this has happened before, and I know how to handle this. And getting to know the people and say, oh, I'm getting angry. I shouldn't get angry this time. I shouldn't hold a grudge when this person comes in. I don't know exactly what this person's going through, but I know the reaction I had is textbook to the reactions I've had in the past. I don't know if you were able to get anything about this today, but this is what works for me. And I do appreciate that you're listening. And once again, I want to reiterate, I am not an expert in anything at all. I'm an expert in gym. J-I-M. This gym. I'm pointing two thumbs at me. And there's still a lot to learn about this gym. But I know that if you can give an effort, you give an effort, find the things that work for you, have the hope that things will work out for you, that you could be a long way at getting to know that some people are much further along. A lot of people are much further along. I got a lot further to go. I realize. I realize I'm still figuratively a sapling. But I am growing. And I have to think, I'm sorry for slapping my my thighs like that. They're, they should be, I'm squeezing them right now. They should be more solid. I just did a lot of leg exercises today. I think they are. I think they were loose. I did a little stretching. Well, listen, I'd like to thank you for listening. And I will be back again. I think I'll be back. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I will be back Thursday. Have a wonderful day. And I hope all the best for you. Talk to you later. Bye.